The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. The Pharisees went off and plotted how they might entrap Jesus in speech. They sent their disciples to him with the Herodian saying, Teacher, we know that you are a truthful man and that you teach the way of God in accordance with the truth and you are not concerned with anyone's opinion for you do not regard a person's status. Tell us then, what is your opinion? Is it lawful to pay the census tax to Caesar or not? Knowing their malice, Jesus said, Why are you testing me, you hypocrites? Show me the coin that pays the census tax. They handed him the Roman coin. He said to them, Whose image is this? And whose inscription? They replied, Caesar's. At that he said to them, Then repay to Caesar what belongs to Caesar, and to God, what belongs to God. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Good morning, everybody. Before we dive into these readings, as, as many have already heard, a couple of our families are, are hurting right now. So we're going to lift them up in prayer. That's what we do best, especially as, as a parish family. As you um, heard, Andy Janassi's dad died yesterday, uh, John Janassi. And so uh, I don't know the details, but I think the family will definitely appreciate our prayer. So let's lift up Andy and their whole family all in, all in prayer. And especially we're we'll offering Mass for the repose of John Janassi. So we'll lift them up in prayer. And also Betty Ramelli, she's at the hospital right now in, in Renown. Doing better. Andrea just texted me yesterday. Said her mom is doing a lot better. She was touch and go for a second, but they moved her out of the ICU and she's back in a regular hospital. She's trending the right way. So we praise God for that. Continue to keep Betty in prayer. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. So again, Thank you, thank you, thank you for all that you give to the parish, especially during these whole COVID days. As you know, our mass attendance hasn't quite recovered yet. Many people are still staying away for their, uh, for their health reasons. And amazingly, as I mentioned last week, our collection has actually held steady. We're like a nice little ship just sailing along. So our numbers are, are holding steady, even though our mass numbers are, aren't quite there yet. And that's not, and that's in fact, that's, that's a rarity. I have many priest friends all throughout the country, and, and they're seeing their collections dip because of the restrictions, especially in some cities. They only have a certain small percentage. But Portola, Loyalton, is just going along, so it's nice. Huh? And notice when we have a collection today, when you put in that cash, before you put it in, what's that motto, that famous motto on that dollar bill? That, that currency. In God we trust. Do you know why 
that was put there, the history behind it. So the first time it appears in our currency, 1864. What is happening in our nation in 1864? The Civil War. It's winding down now because it would end in a year later. But imagine, 6,555,000 of our sons are dead. The nation's population was around 30 million. So there's no family that, that was ever not scarred by it. Everybody knew somebody who died. And so imagine that, that the wound on our psyche as a nation is the, it still is the most bloodiest war we've ever endured. 655,000. Bloody, bloody war. And it was this, this time now that they said to themselves, devastated by this, the whole nation, is crippled. We need to remind ourselves of whom we trust. It's not in power or systems or intelligence or our wealth, but rather in God. So that's when it appears, 1864, first time on a coin. Then it would be a few decades later now, it will officially be decreed that in all of our paper currency, this new model of ours would be imprinted upon it. 1956. Dwight D. Eisenhower would decree that. What is happening in 1956? We're in the middle of the Cold War. Who are we fighting? We're fighting communism, aren't we? And we're in the midst of the Cold War. And what, is, what has just added another complexity, another layer to this? Well, what has just been invented about a decade earlier? The atomic bomb. Now, all of a sudden, we can literally be wiped out in a single day. So the psyche of our people back in the 50s was that we're, we're facing an existential threat against a godless, materialistic ideology. We're fighting communism, which resulted in over 100 million deaths, if you tally up all the numbers in our fight against Nazism. Because wherever that ideology takes root, guess what happens? Just wave and wave of death. That's what communism is. That's why we fight it. And so we're fighting this now in the 50s. The sponsoring senator who brought this proposition to the floor he even said it himself, the reason why we want to imprint this new model of ours, in God we trust, was to solidify the spiritual foundations of our republic. Because remember, the United States, this American experiment of ours, is founded upon Judeo-Christian principles. And our founding fathers knew we're only going to be successful insofar as we maintain our religious ties. You erode that, this edifice that we've created, our ancestors did, for 300 years. The most prosperous, the most powerful, the most just, despite all of our problems, would collapse. So, we must remind ourselves, whom do we trust? God. Not power. Not honor. Jesus 
in a similar vein now would remind the Pharisees who had forgotten. So the Pharisees now, as we began this beautiful gospel, they said they began to plot and they want to entrap Jesus in his speech. So they've laid this, this at, at, at what they think is an ingenious trap. Because whatever way Jesus answers, he's going to get in trouble. They, so they think. So they asked him, Jesus, is it lawful to pay the tax to Caesar or not? Because if he says, yes, yes, pay, your temp, pay, you know, pay the tax to the Roman emperor, what happens? The Roman authorities. No, rather, if he says to pay it, the Jewish people would hate him. Because remember at this time, the Romans are occupying Israel. They're, they're, they're fighting against them. The Jews hate the, the Roman people because they're their occupiers. So if Jesus says, yes, pay them, then the Jews get mad at Jesus. But then if he says, no, don't pay them, then they'll tell the Roman authorities, Jesus is causing sedition. He's trying to cause a rebellion against you. And so these slithering snakes are licking their chops, saying, ah, we finally got this irritating Jesus. And look how they set the trap. These snakes, look at them. They began, Teacher, we know that you're a truthful man. That you teach God's ways in accordance to the truth. You see what they're doing here, by the way? They're buttering him up, aren't they? Look at you, Jesus. You're, you're such a good teacher. Teach according to God's ways. Not concerned with anybody's status. They might as well hear, they might as well say, just say, Jesus, you're so handsome. Look at you, Jesus, your flowing hair. That's a nice beard you got there, those sandals. Man, Jesus, you're so handsome. Right? I'm trying to butter him up. You know what a slithering steaks try to do? Right? Nice tie, by the way. Huh? Nice haircut. Right? As they butter him up, trying to set their trap. As God does, he sees right through their their cunningness. Give me a coin, you hypocrites. They give him what's called a denarius. On this coin, what's amazing, we still have coins, by the way, from this time period. They were minted in the year 14 AD until, until 54, 56 AD. And on this coin, which they give to Jesus, they ask him, Jesus, whose, whose image, or rather he asks in response, whose image is on this coin? Caesar. And that one of the most famous one-liners of all of human history, he responds, Repay to Caesar what belongs to Caesar, and to God what belongs to God. And they marvel at his response. Because that coin which he held in his hands, again, you can go to a museum, you can still see it. On it, they had a profile, an image of the emperor Tiberius. Just like today, you pull up a coin, what do we have on the, on the quarter? You have George Washington's profile. You go to whatever country you go to, there's, there's always prominent figures of that society there. So in this time, the denarius had Tiberius on it. And the inscription on this coin said, Caesar Augustus Tiberius, son of the divine. Now do you see the brilliance now of Christ's response. Here he is holding a coin which says, Tiberius the son of God. The Roman emperors fancied themselves gods at this point. So there he is, holding a coin of a fake son of God. Jesus himself now, who says, give to Caesar back what is Caesar's. 
as he worships himself. Give that back to him. And give to God what is God. He is the true son of God. Now there is truly rooted our deepest value. A deep reminder of who we truly are. Again, now do you see the brilliance of why in 1864 they wrote that beautiful motto? Or why in 1956 they wrote that beautiful motto? On precisely that thing which we tend as humans to always worship. We always tend to worship the almighty dollar, don't we? I mean, how many examples do we see? People lying and cheating just to try to acquire more and more and more. Perfect example. What do you think the drug cartels, by the way, worship? What do they worship in their trail of death? Money. Money, 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 money. The most dangerous place, by the way, for a Catholic priest is Mexico. Why is that? Even though they're 90% Catholic, why is it the most dangerous place for us? It's because when priests speak up against the cartels, what do they they find the next day? A priest tortured to death, killed, thrown on the side of the street. They'll stop at nothing to maintain their power. Money, this endless pursuit of it, acquisition of more and more and more. We want to worship it. We might as well build altars to it. Bow down before the almighty dollar. Ah, Jesus says, ah, that's not your true image. Rather, it is the fact that you and I are created in the true image of likeness of the true Son of God. So in a few moments when we do the collection, or rather, you know, when, when you leave, you open up your wallet and you pull out those $100 bills. Right? Before you do, read it. And it's a constant reminder for us who we truly trust. Not power, not money, but God himself. Name Father and Son and the Holy Spirit.